0: Welcome to Part 1 of the New Yorker's Double Issue for February 13th and 20th, 2012. There are four articles this week. In the Talk of the Town, Alec Wilkinson hangs out with a singer-songwriter as he recalls fond memories of New York City. Next, in the Financial Page, James Surowiecki writes about the decline of the Blackberry. And Rafi Kachadorian has an in-depth article on the first full-face transplant in the United States. But first, it's this week's comment. In The Debate Debate, Hendrik Hertzberg writes about the benefits of additional discussions.
1: We've got to stop the debates. Enough with the debates. That was John McCain's plea on meet the press the Sunday before his favored candidate, Mitt Romney, pulped his unfavored one, Newt Gingrich, like an overripe orange in the Florida Republican primary quantitatively speaking, the most recent Republican nominee has a point. There have been a lot of debates, 19 so far, threatening to eclipse the previous pre-nomination record said last time around by the Democrats, who by this point in the 2008 season had gone to the mat 16 times. Not everyone, not even everyone who's a Republican, shares McCain's distress, of course. The old flyboy frets that the debater's mud-wrestling is driving up what he calls the unfavorabilities of our candidates, all of them. In reality, the unfavorables, your pollster's term for dislikability, that have been rising are those of the two frontrunners, Mitt Romney and Newt Gingrich. Those of Rick Santorum and Ron Paul have stayed the same. Anyway, these trends have as much to do with what these gentlemen and their handlers have been saying, especially about each other, as with where they are saying it. Yes, 19 is a lot of debates, and if the current schedule holds, we're due to get four more before winter ends. Is that too many? So many that we should all just say no? Well, let's see. For the great majority of voters, presidential politics takes place almost entirely on television, which provides three main political venues, what the pros call free media, paid advertising, and the debates free media, through news reports and ancillary programming of the broadcast and cable networks, isn't quite the neutral witness that some of it still tries to be. TV journalism's most pathological mutation, Fox News, propagandizes for the Republican right as faithfully, slickly, and humorlessly as Russian state TV does for Vladimir Putin. Fox's antibodies, MSNBC and Comedy Central, are funnier, fairer, and more factual. That last attribute to the alchemy of John.